like when I hear like you know like people just enjoying the work and oh, like oh man it's amazing even how yesterday just... like um, Seth Fermental uh, he works under African Ginger yeah he bought one of my works and then he posted it mm-hmm. like all framed up and everything and I was just like yo that makes my heart so happy awesome. you know awesome like that somebody bought work and they have it framed and now it's going up on his wall yeah that's know? amazing and then yeah I, I just said to him like yo thank you you know like yeah and I mean he is somebody who's really like a voice of his generation yeah you know? yeah you know like so I look at his work and I think like wow like this is amazing and I mean he's looking at my work going like I really like your work you know and like and it's like there's like a mutual kind of respect even though we're doing such different things yeah you know? yeah yeah In this episode, we chat to Al, or Alpha as he is known on our website, about his artwork and the inspiration behind everything that he does. He's been a long-standing member of Unsung Art, and we are very proud to have him with us. Without further ado, let's get straight into the episode. Hi and welcome everyone back to another episode of Unpacked with Unsung Art. I'm here with Warren as usual. Hi Warren. Hi everybody. And today we are chatting to one of the artists who's been on our site for a very long time and we've been really excited to have this chat with him um, all about his abstract works and his expressionist works. Um, He's on our site as Alpha but you might know him as Al Luke or um, under the hashtag for Mrs. and Mr. Luke. So Al, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure, man. Thanks for joining us, yeah. So firstly, we obviously want to just um, quickly just ask you about your your tag here of Alpha that that Mm. you've been um, painting and working under with us for quite a while. So where did that come about? Is that something that's um, like a graffiti tag or what is that? Yeah, um, I think initially when I started, I, you know, I, I've been working in the, the creative industry in South Africa for quite a long time, you know, and mm-hmm. I just wanted something that was completely unrelated to that and completely disassociated with my name, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. not not to say that I've got this big reputation but yeah, I, yeah. I just I, I didn't want anything that was associated to my name or uh, you know the company that I had started and all that kind of thing yeah. you know? so I, yeah. I completely wanted something that was removed and <clears throat> I know like when I started I was like cool it's like the start of something you yeah. know and I was playing with names and then I did a very cheesy thing that people of color in Cape Town like to do is they they merge things okay you know so I use the first two letters of my name and the first two letters of my wife's name okay I see all right to write alpha and then over time I've also like uh, like formed it into an acronym 
mm. of sorts mm-hmm. where it stands for a life fighting average. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Well, there are a lot you of... Know, so, there are a lot of yeah. aspects to that because, I mean, if you're saying if it, it's like the start of something new, the alpha and the omega, like the, the alpha is mm. obviously the first letter of the Greek alphabet. Um, yeah. And then I, I also for a while thought it was Al Luke Fine Art. Oh, yeah. That could be. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Makes notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... I don't know. It just kind of worked out. No, know? it's cool. Like, yeah, I like those it. things. I, I also like the way that it's done because it kind of reminds me of those like Japanese seals, you know, like those little stampy things that they do, which is quite cool. Yeah, I dig it. And then also like the A and the L is also like my first name and my surname, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, of course. It's quite a weird. That is cool. It kind of works on so many levels. Thing, yeah. Know? Yeah. So I just kind of I went with that and like I haven't looked back, you know. Like I think. A lot of times, like people are like, okay, they they mention my name, but they say the artist working as as you know, Alpha, and, yeah. Um, especially like when you're working with galleries, you know, mm-hmm. which I mean, we'll get to in a bit, but you know, that was just something that I never thought was going to happen. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been like a really cool journey that I've been on. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Like making and creating things as an artist and not as a designer yeah yeah so so i imagine it almost like you you wanted to create a new for lack of better term persona so that when people look at the work they don't have that preconceived oh this is l from you know so and so kind of thing so it gives you a fresh canvas that you can sort of work out on you know Yeah. yeah and people are people are always like surprised i know um the one day I was chatting to the lady from Ghost Goods mm-hmm. and I bought something from her and she said to me, like, we were chatting and she's like, wait, are you a designer? And I was like, I was like, yeah, like, that's what I do. And she's like, oh my God, like, I thought you were a full-time artist Ick, because, Ick. you know, that's the kind of perception. Yeah, yeah that is being put out and I was like okay well that's kind of cool that's cool yeah, yeah that's awesome you know like so when people ask me and I'm like yeah I've probably got like three different jobs <laughs> <laughs> seems to be a standard Cape Town thing man it's crazy it yeah I, I just uh, I don't see how people are just doing one thing no. yeah, I ask you know, that question late, all the time exactly you know unless you are like the CEO of Shell, yeah, McDonald's yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. But and it's become but one it's of those just... things now where, where you ask someone, So, what do you do? It's not about like, So, what do you do? How much time do you have for me to explain this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get yeah. twisted. <laughs> yeah, so generally, when people ask me, like, What do you do? and then I, I'll just say, Like, I'm a creative, yeah, 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 that's cool because it kind of answers everything. Yeah, I, I do too many different things, you know, mm. and I've worked on too too many different projects to explain every single one. Ectic. You know, it's mm. like I moved from artist and then creative director on projects, then you know, design lead on certain projects. Nice. So, you know, like it's it's a lot of different things. Yeah, and, and they all come with their own them. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's 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 uh, it's been it's been 
tricky to explain, so I just say creative. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just to clarify for some people who, who might be listening. So you, I'm assuming, have then a full-time job as a designer and, and um, you, you've got a lot of projects that you do um, arts-wise on the side? Yeah. So I work, I would say... Um, can't really say my nine to five because that's not really a thing anymore. Yeah, jeez, not these but days. My, uh, in air quotes, day job yeah. is I am creative director at a company called Tencent Africa. Nice. Okay. And then I also, I mean, I've kind of like freelanced and consulted on like a bunch of different um, clients, you yeah. know, restaurant yeah. industries, educational institutions. Um, so I did a lot of work with uh, the University of Cape Town's Graduate School of Business. Okay, yeah. You know, so, yeah, I, I do a lot of different work. And then with my artwork, you know, I, I work with brands um, on certain things, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in terms of their campaigns that they're doing, they might need an artist to create something for the campaign. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, whether it's online or, or installations. And then also working as an artist, you know, with galleries, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so awesome. So there's, there's, there's a lot of different things, but I, I would say the bulk of my time is, is kind of dedicated to... Um, the design aspect. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's let's... kind of like yeah. 70, 30, maybe. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah that's interesting. Um, let's, let's go down this route, though, and let's, let's talk about some of your work. Like, uh, I, I know mm. that you, you talk about it as, as being expressionist and, and abstract. I mean, I can see a lot of the abstract side of it. Like, but how, how would you mm. describe your work? Like, how would you try and unpack, like, what you're creating? I think, you know, when I started, and, and like this is like right in the beginning when I first came to Unsung Art yeah. as somebody who was interested in becoming, making art like more of a thing in my life, um, I was working a lot with uh, inks, watercolors, okay. yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And, and for some reason, I kept painting faces, Okay, mm -hmm. you know, and... Um, always very kind of uh, distorted uh, faces that I was painting, you know, mm. all kind of based around selfie culture and like perceptions that people have of themselves. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, and I didn't kind of know that that was leading me into this other thing. Okay. You know, where, where I started doing abstracts. Because from the faces to where I am now, you can kind of see how the line work is still kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm looking at it now on the site because you've still got some yeah. of the chesichis and the kopo with us yeah. Uh, yeah. online along yeah. with all the new um, abstract stuff. Yeah. And I think, I think when I first started, you know, like I um, befriended a, a curator mm -hmm. and she she saw my stuff and she was like, this is lovely, but it's not, it's singular. Yeah. You know, you, you have to kind of create a narrative around your work. Okay. You know, which is something that 
a piece of knowledge that I've passed on to other people as well when they've asked me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, she, every time she saw me, she would literally say, hey, Al, how's it going? What is your narrative? Oh, wow. Nice. And I'd be like, damn, what is wrong with this? I don't have an own feeling. Yeah, you've actually <laughs> got, yeah, you've got to think about it now. Yeah. Like, I'm just happy painting these faces. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, and I think I was more focused on, um, purely focused on the technique okay, of yeah. how I'm creating those things yeah. rather than uh, the technique being driven by the storytelling. Oh, right. Yes. You know, which I think is, is more important. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because if you have a point of view that you're working from or working towards, yeah. um, like the work is, is, is almost an extension of that story. Mm. You know, it's kind of how you visually tell that story. Yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. Like your interpretation you know? of it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, uh, I mean, it's like what I enjoy is, is hearing, like I know what I'm trying to create. Yeah. yeah. But then hearing how people perceive the work mm. is, is always interesting. And like even when it's something as simple as, um, people seeing shapes in the work. Yeah. You know, they go like, you know, like somebody asked me online, like, did you mean to make that look like a penis? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, listen, bro, I did not mean to do that. But if that's what you are seeing, yeah, then yeah, yeah, that's what it is. You know, that is uh, something that you maybe need to talk to yourself. <laughs> you know, and like my, my pops is always like, my, my parents are like, big fans of my work and yeah. I think sometimes they don't always understand it but they're always very supportive yes, of yes. Oh, yes. bless parents yeah, yes, exactly. yeah. yeah. and <laughs> you'll see like if I post things on Facebook my mom always shares it oh yeah always oh. Says, yeah, yeah. Oh, my son yeah. is the best awesome <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah like I, I think like with my pops like he'll see shapes mm. he'll go like oh what a cool lion and oh wow like, okay what? He's like, don't you see it? Look, here's the head, here's the legs, here's the tail. Oh, like, Okay, cool. You know, but, yeah. um, yeah, so that's, that's, sorry, I forgot the question. What, what no, 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 yeah, we, we're, we're talking exactly about the question because I was yeah. saying, how would you describe your work? Like how, uh, ah, okay, unpacking, okay. So, unpacking your work in a sense, so. Yeah, so, so now at the point where I'm at, like my work is, very expressive mm. uh, where I tell people that it is both planned and unplanned. Okay. And what I mean by that is the planning part is um, probably 85% of the work, which is the thinking about what I'm trying to communicate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then once I've kind of formed that idea in my head, I think about visually like what, what is it that I think this should look like yeah. based mm -hmm. on you know, colors, uh, uh, lines, shapes, how does all of that kind of come together to create this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's always, you know, like it might be something simple, you know, where you've got one square sitting inside another square mm. and I'm, I'm maybe playing with colors and lines and I'm, trying to communicate, you know, like an idea of um, 
isolation. Okay, I was going to say, so, I'm going to push you a little bit in this direction because I, I mean, I'd like to see some of the topics or the themes or how you build, what, what you're building these works around, if, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, I, I like the one example I, I always tell people is like, um, you know, if you, if you look at um, a vat of water, mm -hmm. right? If you look at a clear vat of water or a glass of water and you drop a color, just one drop of, of any color into that yeah, water, yeah. over time, the entire uh, vat or glass of water will change color. Yeah. Right? So I look at that and I think like, okay, like the one example I had that was kind of related to that was, you know, if you introduce one person into a group mm. how does the dynamic of that group change you know when you include that person oh wow yeah that's an interesting thing wow. you know so like there's times where i try to look at it and like you you'll see some of my works have like very scientific names mm -hmm. but they they're all based around like real life situations you know yeah so like when you introduce someone new into a group, like it could go good or it could go bad. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. You know, and I've been in a situation where it's gone bad, mm. you know, and it's just interesting for me to, to use that personal experience and, and use that in the work. Yeah. Mm. You know, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you were mentioning isolation also earlier as one of the, the topics that you kind of explore through this. Yeah, I mean, that that was, you know, an ongoing theme now during lockdown. Yes, of course. Um, and those works were purely expressive. I mean, there's, 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 nothing, there's nothing planned about those works. Okay. You know, and like people, people will say to me like, you know, but what do you mean there's nothing planned about? And mm. I was like, well, I put a piece of paper up. And then I picked up paint and I started painting and I picked up markers and I started drawing, Hectic. you know, there was no, um, no preconceived idea or like, yeah, no, or anything you know, put like, down in terms yeah. of ideas or like baseline or anything. You know, and yeah. yeah I, I, like I did one piece of work that was so radically different from anything I'd done before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, people were just like, whoa. Like, I had people messaging me. They were like, are you okay? Jeez, like, hectic. Like, that work was just so, like, raw and so energetic. But also, you know, people were just like, we can see the chaos that you're going through, mm. yeah. you know. And that, that's just how I deal with it, you know. Like, uh, so I've I've been using this this kind of period of time that we've gone through as inspiration for for the work that I've been creating. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? I, I um, like that it's pushing uh, you guys to sort of, you know, go into this deeper or, or explore maybe things that you weren't either comfortable or realizing that you needed to explore before. But this is the thing. Sorry to, yeah, no, to sorry, interrupt, I'm... but uh, it's, it's that's sort of relating to, to what I was going to say. It's like, People, people who are not creatives and who are not artists don't understand that that's what artists do. Mm. 
is that you you and and particularly abstract and expressionist artists is you you almost switch off your consciousness and you can't physically remember doing these things and making these marks and you step back and you go oh look there's a painting or a yeah. no yeah and, it's and i can't i can't even repeat myself yeah no no exactly and, and it's something that i found that people who who have never created artworks or aren't in a creative aspect like that they don't understand how that is possible mm. what do you mean you just switch off but it really is just a switch in your brain where you just allow what is primal, what is emotional, what is animalistic, what is everything that's in the back of your mind to come forward and just create itself on this paper, to let go. Yeah. And it is so cathartic. It's just absolutely incredible. And it's, yeah. it's what musicians do as yeah, well. Yeah, it's like a healthy way to let go, you know, like a healthy way yeah. to express yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Instead so, of turning I mean, to dangerous can, things. Yeah. I mean, for me, I I sometimes think about it like, even deeper, you know, is yeah. like, is what I'm doing now a sort of um, a combination of all the other generations of family that have come before me? Mm. Yeah. You know, that are kind of working through me oh, to create yeah. this work. Wow. You know? Yeah. Like, we know there's, I mean, you can see when when people have been kind of born out of uh, good experiences and mm -hmm. out of bad experiences. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it, it sticks with, with you, yeah. you know? Yeah. So is there a way, like I, I was kind of thinking about this, is there a way that, that creativity kind of continues in your... That's, your... that's a pretty mm. interesting thought. You know, it's kind of like the DNA yeah. carries that code into the next generation. Like, you know, does, yeah. does it follow yeah. through? Like, But that was quite yeah. a, um, a sort of a... a an idea that the Bushmen had is that what you, what you, what, when you took the hallucinogenics and you went into the cave to do art, that's what they believed was being brought forth through them mm. is this energy of those that, had, uh, those that had come before. And, mm. um, yeah, the ancestors. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, that's such a, a great way of, of looking at it. And, and yeah, yeah I, I just think it's, because so I, I, I sometimes think about that, you know, like what you were saying, and and I know in jiu-jitsu they call it the flow state. Okay. Yeah. You know where you you kind of you switch off that part of your brain that tries to calculate yeah. and and make look sense of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. make sense of things, and you just you just actively doing things mm -hmm. without thinking. You mm -hmm. just react to certain things, and you know I I thought about that, and I was like, mm, but what if? I mean, who's to say that that isn't, you know, like, uh, like there was a, a funny thing that I said to, to Fatima one night. She was, I said to her, like, um, she was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just drawing and like, I'm I'm just drawing my sketchbook, you know? Yeah. And she's like, oh, this is kind of cool, you know? And I was like, yeah, like my ancestors are holding my hand, you know, as I'm drawing. Nice. So... To me, that was quite a an interesting visual and an interesting idea. Yeah, you know. But yeah. then I thought, like, what if the, that is a way, but like more scientific? You know, like yeah. you're saying through DNA. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't actively know all my family beyond like my grandmother. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so I don't know where the side of me comes from. 
you know, I know that my mother is quite creative mm -hmm. in like, like she used to do like floral arrangements yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. And then my father's quite technical. Okay. Like he used to, he's a, a carpenter and he teaches carpentry and, awesome. you know, like that, that kind of thing. But it's, like it's a different kind of creativity you know? though, because I mean, it's, it's still, it's still it's got a, 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 yeah, a very, a very element of create, creation mm -hmm. to it. But yeah, it is yeah. more like the engineering and the calculation and stuff mm -hmm. like Mm. Yeah, mm. That, that's cool though. Yeah, I mean, there is a whole in, entire aspect um, to do with, um, I think it's genealogy or, or um, looking at your genes and your DNA, etc. And there are learned, learned behaviors and unlearned behaviors. Mm. So there are things that like, um, and, and I know that I, I only... I only had my grandparents in my life for probably about six years. So it wasn't long enough for me to remember exactly what they did. But my mother will say to me, you put your hand on your hip the exact same way your grandmother did. And the question mm. becomes, is this something go. that I saw from Here her in those first six I years? I need more wine. Or is, this, <laughs> or is this something that genetically has come now through? Because there are certain traits and certain things that people do that are from... Uh, from from their ancestry and from their past that they don't yeah. realize yeah. they do. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you guys a funny story quickly? Yeah, absolutely. Like completely off topic. No, go for it. <laughs> um, I met this really interesting guy um, in in New York. Like we went to New York on this trip, and Fat was that's awesome um, exhibiting at an art fair. Wow. Anyway, so we we meet up with uh, a friend of ours and. This guy comes in. He's now our friend, but he was a friend of a friend at the time. Okay, yeah. And his job, he called, he his official title is spiritual mercenary. What? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So he is somebody that, like, really wealthy people call upon when there are unexplained things happening to family members, what? and yeah, now it's like he's. I feel like and, I can watch a Netflix show on that. Like that—that that, that sounds pretty interesting. He is, he, and honestly, he's—he's he's one of the most interesting people you'll ever meet. Oh wow! And just just such a genuine, like, awesome person. You know? That's crazy. Sure. And um, so, a couple of months ago, he posts on Facebook about, you know, like your. Sometimes your ancestors watch over you, and so he said something about, "Don't you hate it? Like when you when you're sitting somewhere, and you can see um, the person's ancestors sitting with them. What? You know, you can kind of tell. I'm I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but yeah, he was, yeah. I think he was trying to say like you can kind of see who that person is based on the ancestors yeah, like yeah. sitting yeah. with them or, or like watching over them. Hectic. Yeah? And then I commented and said, um, she's, uh, I don't even want to know what you saw. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said to me, I saw this lady sitting and he described this lady and it was my, what is that, my great grandmother on my what? mother's side. And I asked my mom, like, do you have a picture of her? And he's like, she's like, yeah, yeah. So she sends me the picture. And you can see this lady in the back. He's like, that was exactly the lady who was sitting watching over That's me. crazy. And wow. he said this lady kept looking at him like, 
Don't shoot Sama. Don't shoot Sama family. What <laughs> the hell? That is crazy. And he described her to a T. That is like, insane. Yeah. Funny story about ancestors. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the unknown. So Dude, yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have many of these kind of experiences. But when you hear stuff like this, you're kind of like, you know, you can't completely discount all these things. You know, no, like, no, you, you can't. No. I mean, there's that lovely book that you read called A Funny Thing Happened on My Way to Heaven. Yeah, and it's written by someone who is an atheist. Yeah, Corey Taylor. Yeah, but from an aspect of I. I Yes, I am an atheist and I, I don't believe that these things exist, but there are things that have happened to me in my life that I can't discredit because yeah. I physically experienced them. So therefore, there must be something else. It's like this weird dichotomy mm. um, in this book of like, we yeah. don't know. There's so much that we don't know in the world. That's and, crazy and though. Just, oh, Jeez. So yeah, bad. you can't, uh, I don't discount anything. That's no, crazy. No, no. Uh-uh. But it's so funny that your friends sort of messaged you to find out if you're okay because the one thing I was going to say is that you having done that piece of work was probably the best thing for you. Mm. And what they don't realize yeah. is that like you are perfectly okay because this piece of work is out there and it's yeah, on the paper it's done and it's now. Not sitting messy yeah. in your mind. Hectic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I just I get it out, you know. Exactly. Like you say, it's that catharsis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you I just, just you can't keep it in, you exactly. know, like, especially me, like I'm a very, I find like if I don't do something physical, like, like jujitsu or exercise or mm. anything, I was that, yeah. like I need a, a different way, a different outlet of getting uh, that, um, those thoughts and those energies out, mm. yeah. you know, yeah. and like when I'm done, like, I'm just like, <sighs> Yeah. Breathe, yeah, like completely relaxed, like yeah. no mental racing yeah. and pacing, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I get yeah, a similar mean, feeling. Like, I sometimes say to him, like, dude, I just need a punch bag. I need to go to the gym. I need to go hit the punch bag. I need to exert some yeah. like intense energy quickly. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think like one of the, the surf companies had a campaign years ago where they said like one of the surfers said, they were asking them, why do you like surfing so much? Mm. And he said, because I'm always a better person when I come out. Oh, wow. wow. That's, mm. you see, you that's powerful which, stuff there, yeah. Which yeah. to me was like, click. I think everyone who's ever surfed can connect with that. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't only apply to surfing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know? Absolutely. So I, I, always, I always hung on to that as like, you know, it's that, that's like a, a very pure kind of way to look at something mm. you know if you're genuinely invested in it without yeah. any yeah. ulterior motives yeah you know? it, it's awesome. to do something and it's pure it's that lovely like you can always it's that lovely get good out saying of it. from and i can't remember the, the the musician now but it's like from the 90s where um oh, it'll come to me but the the line is this is my church and this is where i will heal my hurts and it's exactly mm. that it's like art music is um the catharsis and and the church for some people and surfing is the church for other people and mm. you you've got to understand what is the best for you what what really sort of speaks to you and your soul and in your gut and yeah. in your um being of beings yeah yeah mm. Mm. yeah, yeah.
All right, so we've um, so, gone off topic. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna twist this back into into the into the uh, interview and say, because leading on to that, pretty much, we can talk about like uh, you you mentioned the how you feel that the faces kind of was the baseline and how it kind of moved into developing the style of the thing that you're currently doing. Um, do you still look back at that kind of work? Do you do still do the faces kind of stuff, or are you primarily leaning into this new style that you're finding and developing in yourself now? Um, I think I, I don't actively try and do uh, the faces anymore. Yeah, but there are times where people um, kind of ask me to create things that are bit more literal, mm. you know, where you can kind of see more of what's happening. Yeah, you see, you yeah. can hear I'm not in the art world because that's kind of the question that I'm having is like, do you go back to that now that you've said literal and we were talking mm. about expression and abstract, like, do you do you go back to the literal kind of thing? That's really what I was trying mm. to ask. Yeah, Yeah. so I think it's, it's for me, I, I try to find a balance in it Yeah. where I will create something... Um, like I have work that is like purely conceptual. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then as an example, like a few years ago, we did the bus stops in Joburg. Yes, they are. And when I painted those, I made, specifically made them a bit more um, literal so that it was easy for people to understand okay, yeah. when they saw it, yeah. you know. Because it was based, it, it was a very personal moment that I was painting that someone sent in. You know, yeah. so I wanted people to look at it and understand it mm. without having to read like the artist's narrative and yeah. like what yeah. he does and all that kind of crap. You yeah, know? Mm -hmm. I was like, I want someone to look at this and go, I like this. I can see there's a giant hand holding all of these things. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody there who looks like he's about to conquer something. Mm. There's somebody running for the bus. You know, like. <laughs> You know, so I try to find a balance where even though those works are a bit more literal, you can still see that it's my style. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not um, now because I have to paint someone running, doing it in a way where it can kind of look like something else they've seen. Yeah, yeah. true. You know? Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I try and find that balance where it's still it's still me. It's hundred percent me. Yeah, but it's it's just something literal. And then, you in know? terms of the the sort of work that you do, being uh, a full time graphic designer, do you feel that the lines bleed sometimes between sort of the graphic design type of stuff that you do and then your very abstract work, or do you feel like it's helping you in a way in either direction, or what is the process? Are you trying to completely separate mm. the two? For the most part, I try to keep it separate. Okay. And so it's kind of like this is your work time at work, and then when you do this kind of stuff, it's your it's your art time, it's your play time, like kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I you know, I mean, you never know. Like, yeah, I mean, with be being creative like that, yeah. yeah. You know, like especially, you know, things like color theory and. Um, application of certain things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like one doesn't really exist without the other in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, like it, like a lot of um, curators have told me, like, I can see that you come from a design background. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but okay, cool. <laughs> and they're like, especially in the beginning, you know, they were saying like, I can see that you come from a design background. Like your work is so meticulous. You know, and yeah. like they, I had curators who um, took work that was original pieces and they refused to believe that it wasn't a silk screen or a screen print. Oh, wow. Okay. They That's were like, crazy. no, this is a silk screen. And I'm like, no, it's not. Jeez. I painted it. Wow. That's so crazy. You should know. You know? Jeez. <laughs> Came from your I was head. like, that. That is a one of one. Yeah. Wow. Like you are getting caught up in the application. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. nobody is creating work like this for you. Yeah. You know, but it is one of one. That's yeah. insane. You know, so my work started out. And it, it, there's, there's like times where I get a bit tired and I'm like, oh, you know, I just want to create something a bit, with a bit more texture. And yeah. Like I start messing with the brushes that I have, or I start cutting rollers up and yeah. like to get more texture, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, um, just so that it's like people can look at it and go, "Oh, nice painting," mm. you know. <laughs> but if I'm using like a a Posca marker or uh, some kind of marker, mm. and the lines are because my hand is very steady. Okay. You see, like before. All of this, like one step before Unsung Art, mm -hmm. I was really into lettering and oh, okay. hand painting and lettering and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I taught myself to paint without putting my elbow down. Okay. Wow. Jeepers. You know, so I have that kind of uh, muscle memory discipline. in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that muscle memory. So even when I'm drawing with a marker, I never put my elbow down. Victor. Like I'm, I, so it gives the line a certain flow. Yes, it does. It yes. really does. You know, mm. and because of that, like it also helped, you know, like to for me to create the work that I'm creating now. You know? Yeah. Because um, I can see sort of what you're talking. I'm looking at it now also, and I can see kind of all the different things and how they flow up. And I mean, it's like looking at this massive work. What size is that? Sorry, I don't know, love. Um, it's A1. A1, yeah, looking at that. And I can see it flowing from mm. top to bottom all the way down. It's like one continuous, easy, like, you know. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. We, we have one of your pieces. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at the one on the wall here. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I just wanted to touch on, because you were talking about the color and the color theory and stuff. And looking looking at your work, it is quite, I mean, you, you really like using a lot of color and, and it's quite colorful, express. It's very colorful, but yeah. it's also in, in particular sort of... Um, uh, sort of sections so mm. you you did the entropy series uh where you used almost like um similar colors from one section of the color wheel so it'll be a range of blues or a range of greens or mm. a range of of yellows and oranges um and then you've got the exploration series which mm. has a um a similar feel or well, a, a similar feel in its works in yeah. its collection but very different to the entropy series where it's sort of a similar background, but the line work is all different. Is, is that all planned out before? Or does that just go with the flow? Um, I think with the, with the exploration series, a, a lot of that was unplanned. Okay. But with the, the entropy series, I knew I wanted to um, 
create something from top to bottom. Okay. You know, and and create something where, you know, at the start of it, you can see something happening, and then it it moves and it it kind of disintegrates. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I created that work so long ago now. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think like <laughs> like more of where my my head was at with that. Yeah, no, that's cool. But I mean, it, but is color quite important to you yeah. as an artist? Color is important, but um, the way I choose color is also very, very much based on how I'm feeling at that point. Okay. And 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 looking at the idea of what I'm trying to to work on, mm. you know, like I the the exploration series. I mean, that series started. I went to this festival called Retreat Yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's a very strange thing. Not something I'll do again. Retreat yourself. But, yeah. Okay. Um, and I just, I said to myself, I'm going to take some paperwork and just this giant piece of plastic and I'm going to start painting in a field. You know, and I, I was just painting in a field. That's where the painting started and then... Um, I thought, okay, cool. Like, let me let me paint in this place, and then finish it in a different place, and see how the lines okay. and how the artwork kind of connects mm. based oh, on so the location of where I am. You know. Mm. Yeah. So that, the the sorry yeah that kind of plays, no no you go ahead <laughs> that kind of plays into your into your um your first statement where you say that it's it, it's um, a lot of like placing someone unknown into a group of people, like a mm. new person. It, yeah. It's so, even just changing the environment and the space changes the energy and the feel of, of the artist at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like the thought behind it also, because it's also like bringing together two different mindsets, because you're going to be in a completely different mindset, depending on the environment that you're in. So, yeah. 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 And I mean, that, the place where I was painting was just, I mean, it's just unreal, you know, like there were these like yoga retreats happening and people like dancing in the forest and, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I'm getting a picture, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, I was definitely out of my element. Yeah. Like, I was going to say. Every, sounds like I would be too. Yeah. Everything that would make Warren want to run a mile. I, I don't have enough brown yeah. Clothing bag for that. <laughs> no, I just, don't have I mean, enough AC. In. This, this uh, lady that ran the thing, and she's amazing. She said to us, "Like, look, she wants to set up an outdoor art gallery." Yeah. Um, at this festival, and she wanted us to supply work. Okay. You know, and like she would give us free tickets to come to the festival. Okay. You know, like so. Myself, Fatma, and our daughter, like, we packed up and were like, cool, and we went to this thing, and, phew, not, not something <laughs> I do again, eh? <laughs> like, maybe when Sanaz a bit older, but, um, yeah, it, it, it was difficult. It, it really was difficult. That's crazy. Um, yeah, Shana really kind of missed, like, being in our own space. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Shame. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm also not somebody who likes queuing to go to the bathroom. Oh, no, yeah, no, that's not ideal. That's not yeah. ideal. And especially if it's going to be a thing like that, yeah, it's going to be an interesting group and an interesting, yeah. No, I can, I can well imagine that's a... <laughs> <laughs> a weird space to be in. <laughs> yeah. But but the thing was, what was interesting for me was like there was just this giant expanse of space and yeah. green and nature and it was the furthest thing from what I experience on a daily basis. Amazing. You know, you are completely cut off yeah. from what is actually happening. What's actually happening around you, yeah. You know? It's crazy. We and, are weirdly um, so disconnected. It's just yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, I started painting, and the the background of that artwork is, it's really free and, Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. And light. You know, yeah. Yeah. It, it, like, it's, it's, I mean, I don't want to sound too like, oh man, it's like that guy's so into his art and stuff. Yeah, man. no, but I can, <laughs> I know, can like, see what you mean when you're saying this now. I, it's making yeah. sense. So, like, I mean, that day, like, I kind of like, like, as I'm thinking about it now, I can tell you, like, what it smelled like mm. and, like, the, like, breeze that was blowing because it, like, kept moving the paper and we were, like, struggling to put the paper down and, you know, like, yeah, yeah. My like, wife and my daughter, and my daughter, like, threw in a few strokes of, like, spray paint as nice. well. And, you know, so it was, like, a really engaging yeah. series of work that I did, you know. Mm. And then I came back, and I had my, my office in Salt River, mm. and I kept looking at the work because I wasn't ready to finish it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I finished it, and I was like, okay, like, I'm done. Like, yeah. that is... Um, you know, this exploration of working in one place versus another place and then having all of those things collide, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, hectic. Yeah. And then the mediums that you use, so um, obviously with the Chisichis and Copper series, you, you were using watercolor, um, but your larger pieces such as exploration and, and entropy are, are mixed media. Do you, mm. What sort of media are you using to create these works at the moment? So... Right now, I've been using, I mean, I, I still use a lot of spray paint. Okay. Yeah. Is um, that like your primary love, like your first sort of going into into art world, like graffiti and that stuff? Or is it just a medium that you kind of picked up and this is what you're going I with? I think, look, I mean, when I was in high school, I was very interested in graffiti, but it, it was never really something that stuck with me. Okay. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, I have a lot of friends who are graffiti artists yeah and they are like amazing yeah yeah you know like uh my friend goth who writes away me go oh yes um my friend mo yeah um yeah like you know these guys are, are good at what they do like i would never call myself a graffiti artist okay yeah you know it's just it's not it's not what i do yeah yeah you know? um but what I like about those guys is like we, we have like a mutual respect. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Like they, they understand that for me, a pencil mm. and a can of spray paint yeah. holds the same weight. Yeah. 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 I don't look at a spray can as the be all end all. Yeah. It's yeah. a means to an end you for know? you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a tool. Yeah. You know, so if there's no spray paint, 
I'm fine. Yeah. Mm. Like I'll use ink. Yeah. I'll use like I will use a nail on a board and scratch something into that board and create something. Yeah, of course. Just don't do it. While yeah, please not around. me. Oh. <laughs> when you said that, I I got a. I was like, oh wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Your. Yeah. So for me, I I use spray paint because one because I like the colors. Yeah. And then two because there's part of it that that you you can't control yeah, unless yeah. you are you know, like exceptional, you know, like that can control. Yeah. But I like the fact that I can't, I can't always control it. Yeah. You know, like it comes out and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's That's, part of the unplanned bit of the yeah, you're like, 30%. Ooh. You can kind of see sometimes <laughs> when it's gotten away with you, when they're like little drips and things and you're like, oh, well, it yeah. started to run. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit thick. Yeah, like, I'm like, ooh, my graffiti stains would not approve of the... <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool, though. Yeah, it does work. Definitely, <laughs> you know? definitely works. So, so, yeah, I... I mean, I I use it as a tool, and that, that for me, is it. That's where it ends, mm. you know? Like, um, I use uh, spray paint. I use um, markers. Uh, I use uh, fine liners, like mm-hmm. acrylic paint, yeah. uh, enamels, like whatever, you nice. know, like, like whatever I need to feel like I've communicated what I'm trying to do or just um, communicate how I'm feeling at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I use. Nice. You know, like during lockdown, I, I, I saw some acrylic inks on the shelf and I was like, I was like, oh, I haven't painted with this in a while, you know, like, mm-hmm. let me just, and I just got a really basic brush and got that ink out and I found some spare paper and I painted a few things, you know, and awesome. and people were just like, like, how are you doing this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always like, want to know, man. I just, I admire that you guys can do this shit. It's just amazing. I think it's fantastic, <laughs> dude. I'm so envious. It's crazy. It's it's that letting go. I uh, know, but it's just yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a lovely a lovely way that it was described by um, the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, um, which was a great success. And she said, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, are you worried about your next book? Like, what well, is it also going to be a success?" And she's like, "You've actually got to realize that that creative side of you is a separate entity." And you've mm. got to go, okay, sometimes that separate entity doesn't come to the party. <laughs> and sometimes it does, and it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's just yeah. it, it's just realizing that even though that creative side has not come to the party today, you are still there, and you are still trying to create, and you're still trying to do something. And it's that letting go and letting that creative um, side of you just take over mm. and, and just make yeah. the stuff. Yeah, yeah it's not... And then also you have to understand that people have to be ready to accept it. Yeah, of exactly. course. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I've seen like many years ago when, when Fatima was still um, in fashion, mm. like she would make these amazing garments mm-hmm. and you'd be like, oh, what do you think? And I'm like, I can't even deal with you right now. Like, <laughs> this, this is just like, it's on another level. Yeah, it's beyond yeah. my capacity at the moment. And I could see, like, it was great. You know, because even though I'm not wearing dresses, yeah, like, I can still appreciate good design. Of yeah. course, yeah. You know, 
But then, you know, maybe the stuff doesn't all sell immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get a message a year later. Hey, I saw this dress. Do you still have any? Oh, oh wow. And you're like, hmm. You weren't, either you weren't paying attention or yeah. the things that were created were just like that level just wasn't yeah. ready for, like people were just weren't ready to accept that yet. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? eh? it, it needed and now I'm experiencing that now, you know. Yeah. I made work two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And during lockdown, I auctioned the work off. And like in 10 minutes, all the work was sold. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And I was like, I, I had this work at a gallery in Woodstock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy sold two of them. He had like five or six of them left. Yeah. And eventually I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go fetch this work. And I had it um, stored away over here at, at home. Yeah. And then I said to Fatma, look, I'm going to put these up for auction and we, like, we raise some cash. And mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't sell them for that much. Yeah. The, that wasn't the point. The point was to, to make some money. Yeah. 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 But every single person that bought something messaged me to say, I've always wanted to buy some of your work. Awesome. Oh, wow. And when you put these up, I was like, wow. Like, and I was like, but I posted this two years ago. <laughs> This is crazy. We see so, it on the website, believe it or not. Yeah, but I, I've been so I've worked for um, a really great company called Haas, which um, does design and arts and um, this. And when they were like from when they were in the Burkhop days, mm. when it was the small mm. space covered from like floor to ceiling in design and art and great amazing things and there was so much within that space that we constantly moved things around and we'd have something for years yeah and the minute i've moved it to another part of of the space someone would walk in and go oh my god that's amazing and buy it and i'm like i have literally had that thing for years and then i have never seen this just because it's been moved from one end of the room to the other, it's God, now seen geez. in a slightly different context. Yeah, and I crazy. feel like it's the same with like with online spaces and, and mm. with Instagram and with posting online. It's like suddenly people are seeing it in a new space within their own yeah. mind. Like yeah. they're in a, a different new context space or something. And yeah. they're now seeing this piece and going, Oh my god, this is amazing, this is wonderful, this is fantastic and I'm like, But it's been there forever. Yeah. It's <laughs> also strange know. because yeah. sometimes when new work arrives and I'm sort of peeping over her shoulder when she's unpacked, I'm like, Yo, that is proper awesome. That's gonna be a week. If that hasn't sold yeah. in a week, I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see nothing like happens looking... for six, seven months and then all of a sudden yeah. three, four of them fly yeah. like in a row. I'm just looking now, right? That series that 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 I was telling you guys about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was I posted that on the eighteenth of December twenty seventeen. Oh wow. Jeez. <laughs> and people liked it. Yeah. But it, it just weren't ready. To... Yeah, I mean, I sent it to a gallery in Woodstock, mm. and I went there and I spoke to the owner, and he was like, "I like this, like, yeah, you know, I I took three to him, yeah, yeah, and he phoned me back two days later to say that two of them had sold. Oh wow! Oh nice. And I was like, I was like, I I, I couldn't understand. I was like, is this a joke? Like, yeah. And he was like, can you make more? Hectic. And then he just never ended up you know putting them on display and oh hectic i was like okay well this is you know because he obviously had like more high profile mm. artists in his space and 
he has to kind of like give the more expensive work prominence, you know. Yeah. I understand. I'm not like. Um, yeah, you know, I've got my it, own feelings about that too, you know. But that's why I love the di- the digital space. It's like I don't have to yeah. curate that these works go together and those works go together because every time somebody yeah. clicks on the shop page, a whole different. Um, section of work is going to come up yeah. and it's randomized every time and I love that because people find things mm. that they didn't see the last two times that they were on the site yeah yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, yeah I mean my feelings my also is I, I don't know about better or anything else you know like for me it's just there are people that really are just awesome and that for me is the entire point of what we do we've got creatives in this country that are just fantastic and that need to be found and need to be seen Um, yeah, sorry, we went slightly off topic with what yeah. you were talking about. <laughs> Fine, I have that habit of doing that to people. <laughs> no, it's, it's also me, dude. Sometimes I'm bad. <laughs> um, it's, it's these chats. They yeah, just, they, they kind of just flow around. Um, so, I, just to, to come back to another one of the questions that, that we have lined up for you today is um, around the influence of your work. Do you have a specific thing that influences your work or do you kind of just like shut the door and just kind of make whatever happens, happens kind of thing? Um, I know it's a tricky question always. No, it, it's it's tricky because I'm, you know, like I, I've had people tell me that, you know, like my work reminds them of Keith Haring, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, listen, like you can't just be dropping bombs on me like that. That's yeah. probably like, one of my favorite artists. Oh wow, that's crazy! You know, like, yeah. so you putting that on me is just like, like a lot, you know. Mm. And like I've had someone also tell me that, um, you know, I there was something I made and they were like, it, he was like, it reminds me of Murakami, and I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like listen, come <laughs> we're like, back. we're back, yeah, like. So they are artists that I love, like I love their work, or let me say I love their work because I don't know them personally. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, so Murakami, um, Keith Hedding, um, Kors. I mean, then I'm also inspired by the classics, you know, like Van Gogh. Oh, yeah. Um, Rembrandt. Yeah. Like, um, and then, I mean, I was like half in tears when I stood in front of a Basquiat. Oh, wow. Like, in the moment you know like so like there's a, there's a lot of artists that that i love but i don't look at them as a way of as a means of kind of inspiration yeah know? like i look at their work as like you know, i aspire to be at that level awesome you know where one day like somebody will say like oh like this is an alpha original yeah know? awesome and I make jokes. I said to my friend, like, uh, I said to Fatma as well, one day I'm going to have a bra with cause, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, he's going to come to my house and I'm just going to be like, damn it, bra, why are you? I'm be like, because his real name is Brian, you know? Okay, and yeah, yeah. Like, so I said, damn it, Brian, don't drop the chops, bra. Like, why are you? 
<laughs> Why are you being such a chop? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I know you work off for a lot, bro, but this is a guy here, bro. What you doing, bro? You know, like, so I kind of manifest these ridiculous things in my head, you know, yeah. like, um, but I think I'm more inspired by um, kind of cultural things. You okay. Know? And, and and cultural movements mm. and things that I've done, you know. So when I was younger, I used to skate a lot, okay. you know. And that for me was just like a, a defining moment in my life because it was something fun to do, but then also just to like see skateboard deck graphics and deck art. Oh, and, yeah, yeah you know, how they were applied and how we used to customize stuff. And awesome. the stickers, like, it's just, we just had, like, we had to have, like, a, the coolest stickers, mm, you know, yeah. and, like, super Lumo, like, the louder, the better, yeah. you know? Mm. And I think that had a big influence on me, you know? Awesome. Yeah, and then, I, I see you've done one or two stake day, uh, skate steak, skate steak. She heard Bri. <laughs> 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 Listen, we are good friends. If you had died, you forgot anything else. <laughs> yes, so I see that you've done quite a few um, uh, skate decks recently. Yeah, yeah. I, I just finished one uh, recently. A, a friend of mine is is um, uh, a friend of mine, Wesley, is trying to launch a platform called Tiny Sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it might be something for you guys to to have a look at. Yeah, well. sure. So what he's trying to do is launch this platform where you, I think it's a maximum of 10 people, okay. 8 to 10 people, mm -hmm. right, can can book a session with an artist mm -hmm. and the session is 15 minutes. Okay. Sure. And whatever the artist decides to do, that's up to him. And yeah. you are just along for the ride for 15 minutes. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. Amazing. Jeez. Yeah. That's such and you can ask him idea. questions. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. So what I did was I thought, okay, cool. I'm going to message friends of mine and people that I know and put on my Instagram mm -hmm. and see, you know, like who comes along. But I, um, I stole my youngest brother's old skateboard. Yeah. Uh, there was a deck laying at my parents' house, and I was like, "That I'll take that. Thank you. That's mine. <laughs> and then uh, I said, okay, cool. I'm going to make this a thing that I'll do once a week yeah. for 15 minutes, and it will be a, a selective kind of art project. You nice. Know? That's so awesome. They'll be watching, and I'll be painting yeah. for 15 minutes, and I'll be explaining a little bit of my process. Uh, a little bit about the tools that I'm using. Nice. Mm. All that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, that's cool. And it's really great. Give people they... like an inside inside view. Yeah, yeah. that's they awesome. They feel like they're really a part of the artwork and part of the creation of that piece. So it's such a great initiative is, is mm. to have that moment with an mm. artist. Because, I mean, yeah. you can... You can email us and ask us for more information, but to have that personal one-on-one -on -one or one-on-one-ish time, yeah. that live time where you like, oh, how's this? And... Why do you use that? And just to ask the questions that you really want to ask is just such a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you just, you switch your laptop on, you just allow the camera and you just go. Yeah. You know, and people will ask questions and you can just, you don't have to type the 
the answers back unless you maybe you have someone sitting there with you that you um that can answer the yeah, question. Yeah, that can facilitate that, yeah. You know? Um but yeah, you can just like someone ask questions and go, Hey, oh, why are you doing that? And I go because I wanna. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Damn it, I'm the artist. <laughs> but yeah, so that that deck I, I painted as part of the tiny sessions and then I'm gonna be doing another one for the next uh tiny sessions that's gonna be more of my earlier work in like uh style. Mm. Yeah. And um just to show a different process. Mm. Oh, that's you know, awesome. something that's a bit more... It's a pretty cool idea. Clean, something that's bold yeah. and, like, more clinical. Mm. Yeah. You know, and to show the difference. You know, mm-hmm. this here's this one board that's, like, really beat up and is not being used anymore, but now it's become an art piece. Yeah. And then here's another board that is a blank that's never been used. Yeah. And when it's done, and it's check, going check to how look it looks, yeah. like... Yeah. Like, it will look like something that was bought from a skate shop. Hectic. Sure. You know? That's pretty that, cool. Like, that is my kind of aim for that next board. Is like, it needs to be quite clinical and precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to the point where somebody can look at that and go, like, is that like Coming a off board? the shelf kind of Think thing. Yo, that's crazy. And artwork. That's insane. Like, we can't tell, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. I need to kind of figure out how to... In 15 minutes? That yeah, that's up. going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of do... I do the prep oh, beforehand. Okay. Yeah. Just do the painting and... Okay, and just kind of do that um, there, yeah. The masking and stuff, you know. Nice. Um, yeah, that masking is, is probably, like, the, the most fun bit. Um because it's like peeling your plastic off your cell phone screen when you first get it. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, it's the first thing I do that, always. <laughs> yeah, but the, so yeah. so just to just to give us a little bit um, of information because there will be people who who are not quite sure what masking is. Um, the, the, do you mind just giving us a, a moment of that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So masking one one. Um, masking could be. I mean, the simplest way of of thinking about it is like a stencil. Okay. You know, so but if, it's a it, it's a it's a non-existent stencil, really, because yeah. you creating. So it. yeah, yeah. So so what you what what I try and do is like if I how masking works is that when you put that mask down, that area that you that you've masked off mm-hmm. is not affected by oh, everything the, else that gets painted. Whatever gets over it, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so, you know, if you're thinking about a piece of wood, if you want to maintain the wood grain in certain bits, mm. all the shapes that you cut, that you stick down on that piece of wood, will maintain the wood grain. Yeah, all the areas that are not covered won't have that wood grain anymore. Okay. So once you peel that off, those are the areas that were masked off. Okay, yeah. So yeah. for all the dads out there, that's when you put masking tape around the light switch before you paint the wall, basically. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And are, are you using masking, um, the, 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 the tape masking, or are you using the masking fluid? 
Um, no, I'm actually using a masking form. Oh. That um, it's it's like something that that I discovered from like an old airbrush blog. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me how I got into an old airbrush <laughs> blog. The internet is a there. wonderful place, dude. There's I mean, so the much information. looked like it was designed in like 1992 or something. Oh, hectic! Like, yeah, it was a weird, a weird website like, <laughs> early HD had like the little flashing gif at the top oh no I scrolled Jeez. down and I was talking about masking film and then eventually I tracked some down and like um, so that's what I I used to to mask off uh, the shapes you know so eventually I, I found the right thing but yeah now I'm now I'm happy days. Awesome. <laughs> um, and then just maybe for us to to wrap it up because we're we're moving along here. Um, I, I I know and I see going through your your social media and and all the things that you do that you've done quite a few fun projects on actual objects like using your medium of the paint and the markers and stuff. But I mean you've covered everything from shoes to bags to leather to shirts mm. to I mean. Is that is that a fun thing for you to do? Like, uh, I mean, I there's can yeah. Cat, there's a porcelain awesome cat there, bicycles. Cat. I mean, mm. shoes. You're all over yeah, the that, show, and they look so fun. Cat, they look so awesome. That cat was was painted for uh, Puma. Oh, oh, awesome! For the the restaurant that they have in Joburg. Nice. Uh, it's called Dasslers. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's the same thing for me. Like with the spray paint and the markers. Okay, yeah. You know, it's 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 just a different kind just of just another tool. It's just a a, a different piece of paper. Awesome. Yeah. Your paper's now you a little know? bit a little bit warped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like the first time I painted a mural, I mean, that was at House of Eight. Oh yes, yeah. okay. And rest in peace, like one of the best places ever. Oh yeah. Um but that was the first place I painted a mural, and I studied with um, uh, Christina, who was the co-owner, her mm -hmm. husband on the place. Yeah. And they were just so supportive, and they were just like, listen, we've got this basement here, we've got a space here, we'll paint the wall for you, you just come in and paint. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so nerve-wracking. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh. I was just like, I was having such anxiety. Oh, I was like, no, I don't so know. And then, while I was standing there, I looked at it, and you know, in the movies, you get that—they do that weird effect where somebody looks at something and it's—it zooms out oh, and then it uh, zooms yeah. in like yes, super yes, close. Yeah. So I had that kind of experience where I was looking at the, the sketch that I did mm. in yeah. front of the wall, mm. and I had that, and I was like, "Why am I stressing? This is just a big piece of paper." Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, and then like once I got over that initial fear. I was like, this is cool. Like, what else can I draw on? What else can I paint on? Yeah. That's you know? awesome. And then we painted on bus stops and I drew on bags. And, like, you know, I did, a, like, a range of ceramic cups and, mm. um, you know, platters and, like, whatever, you know? Yeah, so that's awesome. For me, it's just whatever. I don't care what surface it is. Yeah. 
it's just the creating and putting it out there man that's awesome yeah that that's the thing like i i just really enjoy creating yeah. that's amazing you know that's amazing yeah and i think that's yeah. that's probably as good as places any to leave it right there yeah. because that's the crux of the whole thing and and if if your work and if your feed and your social media and your message can say anything it's exactly that because that's everything that i can see about what you and and fatima do it just looks like you guys are that's having cool. a blast and you're having the greatest time and you're you're doing pretty well at it as yeah. well yeah. so listen yeah, that's it, awesome. gets, it gets stressful yeah mm -hmm. you know like like taking on so many different things yeah of course so many yeah. different things but we wouldn't push and get through it unless we genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Else there would and be like, no motivation, man. No. I mean, like you, Fatima's story is amazing. Like for somebody who was doing the things that she was doing yeah. in a completely different industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember she day, mentioned it in the, in the quick little art blast we did mm -hmm. with her, but we're definitely keen to get on a, a nice meet the artist with her. But sorry, I'm interrupting yeah. you again. No, 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 it's fine. I mean, like, she, she completely changed her thought. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's insane. You know, and she moved and... It's amazing. Like, yeah, I mean, I see the effort that she puts in and I'm also, like, inspired by that, you mm. know? So we kind of, like, feed off each other's energy as well, you know? and that's like, awesome. um, Yeah, so that, you know, that that's always the thing I, I tell people is, like, just find that genuine enjoyment in things yeah exactly you know if, if you can do that then then you struck gold man yeah precisely, precisely. yeah that's awesome it's, it's yeah it, more than that you can't ask for absolutely you know, like don't do it for like don't do it for clout yeah no. like just do it because you enjoy it yeah because it's going to make like, you get you up enjoy and do it, it yeah yeah but also if you enjoy it like people feed off that energy Absolutely and they go oh this is this is cool you know Absolutely. like i like what you're doing here you Absolutely. Know? well al so, it's been really great to chat to you and um, find out more about what you what you do and what you love doing which has been really really great and for those of you who are listening you can follow al on instagram at al from cape town um you can also check his work out on unsung art we've got quite a nice little range of, of works yeah. from, mm -hmm. from yeah. start more to come to, yeah to awesome now. keen on yeah. some more that'll be lacquer always always that'll keen be lacquer. but you can see more of his work on unsungart.co.za al thanks so much for joining us yeah man it's been awesome thank you okay thanks so much <laughs> cheers enjoy cheers, the rest of your weekend man and you all right bye, -bye. Cheers, bye.